0: Warning. Elements of real-world religion are used in this podcast to serve the purposes of a work of fiction. They are to drive the drama forward, and are not intended to be taken as a statement of opinion by the players. Thank you for listening. If unattended, Gideon will wither and rot. Mm. You. Things like gentle repose and so forth will keep the body preserved. Yes. However... Uh, you are going to need to seek out a practitioner of great religion or arcane power to truly bring him back. Mm. The skin's face. cold
1: the face has turned gray. Maybe as a paladin you can sense that his body has died but his soul hasn't moved on something yeah. mm, okay something wobble wobble like that. yes done what I can. Speaking of permanent injuries, I got dropped to one hit point by the acid spray. Yes. So I'd like to inflict a little permanent damage on Jed. Um, I think his hand came up to try and shield his face from the acid spray. So the back of his hand to, like, the wrist and his entire left ear are dissolved by the acid. So the back of his hand is all sort of, like, Freddy Krueger face. And uh, (laughs) this whole side of his, like, from the ear to the back of the neck is scarred. That's how you
0: start to look like the photo that you sent us so many months ago. Yeah,
1: well, I... More, more, I, I was trying to avoid it, but it kind of looked like Jonah Hex. You know, eventually, yeah. <laughs> with so much acid spray. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, similarly, I also got dropped to, well, zero and then one. Uh, and Temperance sort of turned to shield herself, and her dress is basically gone. Mm. The top of her dress is gone. It's all raw wounds and that sort of thing. No. Everything's burnt away. Um, she will be fairly flat chested from now. She
1: will uh, whore no more.
2: Well,. Uh, no. You know, you turn the lights off. <laughs> All horses are gray in the dark. Uh, Flavor wise, I would uh, like to add in that like, temperance is over here. And she saw Gideon fall off the wagon and uh, you know the, the worms mm-hmm. disperse, and you know, Get everyone's quite quite badly wounded. And it's still for a moment, and you hear temperance say, where is the boy? Because she's over here. She can't see him through the wagon. Where is the boy? And she starts making her way around, getting a little bit more and more frantic with every step she keeps saying. Where is the boy? And she starts moving over towards where she saw him fall. Where is the boy? Where is my boy? I,
3: think I will walk calmly. Uh, well,. He'll, he'll dash over to where he was or was prepared to like fight off more babies. Uh, seeing that they're gone, he just lifts up lifts up Gideon uh, and charges in the last the last lay on hands like I saw so a pulse of vibrant green goes through Gideon and it's uh, enough to restore a hint of color to his body but uh, Levi starts looking over. Temperance, he's over here. I did what I could to protect him. We're we're going to need to take him to someone who knows a bit more powerful medicine than I know. Jed's going to come over to Gideon. Someone calm the driver down. We're
1: moving on. We need to move fast. He holsters his revolver, and he picks up his shotgun. He's kind of using it almost like a crutch at this point, or a walking stick, because he's so beat up. And his duster jacket, which was already burned from the fire... It's not been acid-burned, and it's pretty much just a shamble. And he he literally pulls it off, and whatever's left, he's sort of, like, wrapping Gideon up in it. And he's looking at you, like, stay back. Stay back.
2: Mr. Blackburn, You don't need to
1: see this. That
2: is my boy.
1: We're going to take care of him. You don't need to see this
2: right now. Mr. Blackburn, you let me see my boy right now. I took care of him far longer than you did, Mr. Blackburn. You let me see my boy. All right, but
1: I have to warn you.
2: Let me see my boy, Mr. Blackburn.
1: And I pull back the edge of the buster.
2: My boy? My boy? We gotta get him. Mr. Williams said we gotta get him somewhere safe. We gotta we gotta find a doctor. Get him in the wagon.
3: I'll, while they're doing this, I think I'll be trying to calm down uh, the driver.
0: Milton is in there, still panicking. But he—he's now that he sees the threat is past. It's
3: over, Milton. We need to get moving now.
1: Do you understand? He nods. I'm gonna get him on the wagon. We're leaving. Okay. pioneering in the West was so dangerous. It's not because of the Indians. And it's, the the pancakes. It's,
0: it's all about the pancakes.
3: Milton, <laughs> is, the, is there a church in Dog's
0: Bend? He, uh, he sort of looks at you, and I want you to give me an inside check. No. Stop
1: using Paul's dice. I oh, mean, really? For reals. <laughs> Go down to your car and get your <laughs> dice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when the, when the opportunity comes, I will.
3: Um, I don't want to
0: break the flow. Yes, I've, I've done that once before, and you pee all night. <laughs> Fuck, that's the um, seal. <laughs> oh, I got confused. Um, I'm sorry, what was your line just now?
3: I just uh, asked if there's a church and a oh, yes. dog's band.
0: He um, he looks, and there's the like... dog. This moment where it, it, it looks like he's just racking his brain, and he says, uh, there's, there's a minister there, a... Uh, Cornelius Moraine. Why don't we park this carriage close to him
3: and we'll go from there. Uh, Levi does what he can Hold on, let me roll for this. I failed my performance <laughs> check.
2: Levi uh, doesn't do shit. Levi does
3: not uh, display any discernible emotions about this. Which, uh, I don't know, it might make you feel resentful towards him.
2: That's the opposite of comforting.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I'm not sure Temperance is really paying attention to right. anyone else. I
1: think we're all in our own heads right now. I know Jed specifically is, he's pulling the Jesse the Body Ventura from uh, Predator. Ain't got time to bleed. If people have questions for Levi as to what he's proposing, that that
3: just t- saying that we need to visit someone who knows more powerful magic than I do or medicine than I do, he says. He'll answer them, but otherwise he remains quiet for the rest of the trip.
2: Temperance is basically uh, holding Gideon and sort of rocking back and forth in the wagon. Um, She's, you know, down to one hit point, she's badly injured, but she's still sort of staying awake and talking to him even though her voice starts to go really Mm hoarse. tears coming down, going down the face and dripping down onto the burnt part of her chest. Um, but she doesn't, it's almost trance-like.
1: Mm.
3: Uh, do we res- fast-forward to Dog's Bend? Uh-oh.
1: <laughs> no, there was only one of seven random encounters on the way to Dog's Bend. Oh, good.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: I've used this much of my sheet. <laughs> Who didn't
3: account for the Onkang Kingdom? <laughs> Who Thanks. killed their prince? <laughs>
0: What? (laughs) Alright, you three plus Mr. Milton are uh, in the wagon, Mm -hmm. riding along through this rocky place. And Milton seems shaken by this as well. I mean, he's usually a guy who travels alone, so he doesn't have companions. To have companions and have one taken away so quickly totally rocks his world as well. And he's just like up there taking the horse's reins and trying to do what he does and just focus on his work. That's the only thing that keeps him sane when he's out here by himself, so he thinks it'll help. And uh, he rides the wagon through and mercifully, for the rest of you, you don't find an Ankhag kingdom.
2: <laughs>
0: Yay. Uh, you do see some old campsites from what used to be probably Native American tribes that were settled out here and then moved somewhere else and just didn't bring everything with them, just decided to rebuild somewhere else. And, uh, you see that there are some uh, some still-standing tents that have been like covered in mildew from rain and things like that, and just being untended. Jed made a point of loading up
1: slugs in his shotgun before he
0: left for the day, and spent the two that
1: were in there. And um, he, he's, he's riding on the back of the wagon now, he's down a horse, and dumps the two spent shells out of the shotgun, and he's fishing around his pockets for more slugs, and realizes those were the last two slugs he had on him. And, Shit, we're gonna get more slugs. And he's like, pops it back up on top of the wagon, Pulls out the duster and frisks giddy giddy's body. Oh god. He finds the slugs that he gave him in the first adventure. Pulls him out of his pocket and he's looking at him, he's Gideon. He's, he's like, next partner. Loads him back in the shotgun, goes back to
0: sitting on the edge. Ugh. I feel sick. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: you are a monster. <laughs> <laughs> You're the real
0: antagonist.
2: Temperance will die. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Nice, very nice. (laughs) Temperance will uh, stop in her sort of rocking and crying for a moment just to look at you, and her expression is hard to pin down. It's not one of disgust. It's not one of anger or anguish. She just kind of looks lost.
1: Jed probably looks about the same. There's like this moment of like completely over-the-top emotional, non-emotional eye contact, and they just go about their business. I'm just looking for that church. There's a church. <laughs> <laughs> the church <laughs> attacks. It's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> again? Oh no, not
2: again. It's
1: it's an odd church. <laughs> Hell wear like. That, a bit
4: they <laughs>
0: wear onks. <laughs> <laughs> for the sacrifice. And popats. <laughs> all of them have <laughs> 'em. So the natural evolution of you know normal human religion is for everyone to have popats. Yes. And, and on kicks. The on have figured that out. <laughs> all writers. right, all right.
1: Evolutionary.
0: Little do you know, Paul's replacement character is an on Fuck. On and dragons.
4: It's going
0: to be a monk. Monk egg. Monk egg. enough eggs is, in the party. It is true that monks actually lay eggs.
3: I learned something today. <laughs> I'm ready for the. I'm ready for this town.
0: I'm so sorry. It's it's
4: sorry. That third <laughs> level you gained, Oh God!
0: Ah. Ah. But in addition to the one you already had for rolling an mean like, come on.
2: It's very efficient, it's actually. Yeah,
0: it is a one-stop shop. Can we play the game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, dudes. All right. Dogs Bend is a tiny town. If you can even call it a town, it's more of a village. There's only a handful of structures. Uh, Mostly, we're looking at tents with wooden frames to keep them sort of square in the front and they just sort of slowly, gradually meet the ground in the back. You see a couple shacks made of wood. Uh, These look like probably uh, longer-term housing for people who have lived here for some time. Maybe the remnants of a logging operation. Uh, You do see that there is a very small church. Uh, it's made from two tents that have sort of been stuck together at their highest point to form a makeshift chapel. Okay. It's uh, very small, maybe big enough for eight to twelve people who are actually devout in the at the same time. Parishioners. So as,
3: as we're approaching it, sorry to interrupt, I just want to Levi will uh, burst through your mournful silence. Jedediah, assuming your quarry is here, I should go in first. I will take the boy with me if you like. If not, I suggest you go straight into the church and bring him to the minister. Find the person who knows the most and is closest to God. And I will come join you later. And I will do a search for your man. And I'll look for you.
1: I'll carry the boy.
2: I give him to you. Somewhat that- reluctantly, almost. <clears throat> not even that she doesn't want to give him to you, but the weight of Gideon is sort of, it's when you've got your muscles flexed for too long. Yeah. And it's...
1: I uh, take him out. I'm gonna start carrying him to the church. At
0: this point, it's uh, early evening. You set out basically at dawn. You arrive, and it's uh, the sunset is coloring the town in this beautiful pink. It's just over the uh, just over like the uh, the Rolling Stone in the distance. And, uh, you get into the town itself, and there is some people milling about. It doesn't appear they have, like, merchants or anything, so it's just people talking in the streets, doing what they do to survive. Um, Cattle ranchers and woodcutters and the like. There's a hunter who comes through with a number of palates he's selling skins and bits of meat. He's trading meat for, like, barrels and stuff like that. The church itself uh, is, as I mentioned, very small. And inside is a uh, slightly heavyset man he is uh, young, probably in his early 30s at the latest. He's wearing a small pair of reading glasses. Uh, I'll go in separately from them. And uh, inside of the tent, you see him. There's like a small wooden platform inside of the church that clearly is where he would orate. And he stands for them. They're in there before me. Oh, gotcha. You, uh, you see him sitting there in the church, uh, just sort of reading from what looks like a copy of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't pay you any attention when you walk into the uh, the church. He's just sort of looking at his book and doesn't like break contact with it as you enter. I'm gonna
1: walk up to him. I'm carrying like the bundle of Gideon wrapped in my remnants of my jacket, and I'm just gonna get within like maybe seven or eight feet of him. Cornelius Moraine
0: Yes Come He on. looks up and he his eyes sort of widen. My... the boy sort of looks at you, he waits for you to continue. He uh He died. He looks up and it's just he looks sad and he says Way that I could see him off then I
1: I don't know the words. None do. The lady out back, she's real broken up. If you could comfort
0: her, I don't have the strength. He puts an arm on your shoulder and says, uh, I speak. It's only the Lord's words, but maybe that'll be of some comfort. Please um he gestures to the little witness stage he says. For paying your respects. I... this is your place as as much as it is all of ours. I
1: didn't I didn't ask him if he wanted to come. I asked everybody else, you see. I asked I asked the lady, I asked my friend Doc. Mr. Williams, he wanted to come, but I never asked the boy what he wanted. He told me what he was scared of. I never told him.
2: I never asked
1: him if he wanted to come. I feel like him dying was on my account.
0: So, it was, um, was it sickness that took him? a beast on the road. The priest sort of nods, he says. Such things happen on occasion. At times, I mean, truly we are meant to believe that it's God's will when things happen. Perhaps he is to be reclaimed to the kingdom of heaven. Those things are rarely of comfort but I hope you find some comfort here I'm gonna start looking
1: but you'll see with the boy and the lady
0: who said she's outside yeah sort of pats you in the back as he walks past you and you see a minister step out from this little tent church
2: uh, Temperance looks up, and she runs up to him, and she sort of grabs his arm, not even really paying attention to the fact that her dress is disintegrated. For once, she doesn't seem to care what she looks like, uh, doesn't seem to care about presenting the image of this proper lady, and she grabs his arm, and she says, My, my boy! My boy- he got hurt real bad out in the road. Can you help him?
0: He looks troubled. He looks back down at his copy of the Bible. He looks back at you and he says... That is in the Lord's hands now. And the best that we can do is... All we can to remember him.
2: No, I, I don't want to remember him. I want him to be here. He... I... I he... He can't be all gone. He just, he can't be. I'll, I'll, I'm not, I haven't been a believer in some time, but I'll do whatever it takes. I will say every word. I will do anything. Just bring my boy back to me.
0: Says. He might say every word. And I would say that, well, I will listen anytime you need the one you should be speaking to.
2: How do I start? It's been so long. I... It has been so long and... I am not the girl who came out here and... Even if I spoke to him, I don't think he would listen. He's always
0: listening, and there's always room to start, and he opens the flap of the tent to let you in.
2: Temperance walks in.
0: And he gives you some space. He waits for you to walk in a few steps before he starts entering the tent. And he begins going into a basic sermon, performs basically funeral rites. Meanwhile, is
3: Yes, I, I intended to stagger my arrival so I wasn't seen with them, so I can uh, at least do a quick once-over of the town and look like I'm coming in by myself. Okay. Um, I will do a quick look as I'm going to see if I can spot that guy. Uh, but I'll be making my way to the church uh, as a casual but hasty way to make sure that I can address this situation.
0: Well, certainly, uh, first things first, you definitely do not see the image of the man you saw in the photo of the camp. Yep. That's uh, okay. You, We're maintaining appearances here. You see a couple local uh, businesses. Everything out here seems to be barter. They're not really using American currency. It's all about just surviving. Fucking commies. <laughs> So you see uh, there's a, like a tailor, or seamstress type shop yeah. uh, and there's like a barrel maker and some butchers and cooks and that sort of thing.
2: And uh, you see there's a provisions
0: maker who just like takes materials from everyone else and makes various items. Just All seems right. like a handy person who knows how to like knot up rope and you know mend things and mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Sweet. But certainly the the big industry seems to be uh, woodcutters. And they're constantly... (laughs) dead children. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, that's that's the second biggest thing. (laughs) Um, But mostly it's woodcutters. And you see there's constantly people coming in and out with lumber. And uh, you see there's some hunters and trappers and fishers and stuff like that. And they are all bringing in uh, their various sundry supplies. Um, And as you're walking through the town, you get this sort of melancholy. It's not... Just your own situation that's affecting you, but like something about the town is just kind of discomforting to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can sort of see it on people's faces and hear it in their conversations. It's something about the town is just a little bit grim right now. Okay. Um, Once you sort of get that feeling and start paying attention to it, you start to realize something else. Uh, Most of the town are carrying weapons with them. I mean, Wild West, ha ha ha, everyone has a weapon. It's not really true. When Hopes Landing you saw, almost nobody did. Mm -hmm. Uh, But here it seems like just about everybody is carrying some type of a weapon. Right. And uh, people are just sort of like warily looking around and being more cautious than you would expect a normal town to be. And to some extent it makes sense based on how rural this is and how, you know, obviously you've seen dangerous threats on the way in, but... Is there a, any law people in the town? None. Okay. It's a, it's a town of a very small, very small population. So n-
3: no one in this seems to be any particular authority? No, it's like less than 100 people. Okay. If they have a
0: problem, they just solve it.
3: Alright, well, then the ch- then to the church then. Yeah. I'll just note this stuff for the future, unless there was more you want in the chair. Nope, that's what you get. Cool. Uh, I'll you, take
0: it. You arrive at the church, uh, and at this point it's been some minutes. Uh, Since the minister has begun his sermon over Gideon's body, and the two of you have uh, taken some comfort here, whether it be religious or otherwise. And Levi enters the church. Yeah, I'll
3: just sit and listen quietly to what he's saying, all the while knowing what I'm going to be doing. So just let me know when I get a chance to talk with the priest individually.
0: Yeah, his, his sermon goes on for maybe 15 minutes or so. Okay. Uh, once he has concluded, he sort of clears his throat, closes his book on his little podium, mm-hmm. and he comes back down and he walks to you yeah. as you're the only other person who's entered in this time. Yeah. And he S- sits across from you.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and what I recognize his rank, or if it's, uh... He's just a frontier minister. Small potatoes. Okay. Hello sir, I'm Levi Williams. Mr. Williams,
0: welcome to dog's Bend.
3: Pleasure to be welcomed. Everyone here seems to be a bit on edge. And, uh, well
0: armed I might add. Yeah, he looks a little sad at that. Since you have to understand it's uh, it's a dangerous territory, what with <laughs> beasts outside of town and... I'll show
3: some leftovers from the Yonkag. <laughs> so things like this. Take it plot a leg. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, by the way, loot Yonkex? I figured we'd take. I- I'd like to have taken some trophies from it. Okay. Auto loot. Uh, so, yeah. Some <laughs> plates. Some of it could be valuable. The meat could be valuable, too.
0: I don't know how much
1: time we would have wasted doing that, though, with everything that was going
0: on. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a big scene. I believe I probably would have. I mean, gra- grabbing that. grabbing
1: obvious valuable things is a no brainer, but, like, just dress and, you know, gutta and can yeah. probably take
3: Well, I mean, our.
1: Um, <laughs>
3: Sorry, Gideon. I'm going to is is fuck it, you twice. <laughs> how big is its head?
0: Uh, about as big as your body. Cool. I'll take it. Okay.
3: That's it. So, yeah. It's probably slung into one of my nets. Oh yes, we've been busy. Some of these beasts will trouble trouble no more. My crew has dispersed from, for now. Now I've come down to, to, come to convalesce in this place a bit. And uh boy over there so young to be taken. Seems I've come at a very grim time in this town.
0: Can I get a Persuasion roll for you? This is uh, just for his general disposition. kind of
3: That's a uh, 21
0: for Persuasion. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, when you say, uh, why is everyone so on the edge? You, say, you know, it's like, the beasts around and... There's a lot of agitation right now between the communities that were here before us cells, and people are on edge that they could be next. They've heard of stories of other towns out here getting sacked, and then he's sort of like, his ah. eyes look off for a minute, and it's like he's debating, saying something.
3: I came from just such a town, sir, your holiness, I'm not sure how to address, how to address you. Says, but to the town uh, the of ba- Cornelius Cornelius. Cornelius. Ba- Bonhill, if you know it, is, uh, is no more. It is. It is but ash and bodies. I myself and my my companions tended to them and uh, saw saw them off uh, to the Lord, as is befitting a man of my station. Um, and I will surreptitiously flat, flash my cross. <clears throat> he um,
0: he just looks taken aback. He, he drops to his knee. He just got his knuckle in his mouth. How many? We
3: counted roughly two hundred, give or take. And He looks
0: so tired all of a sudden. And he looks up and you see there's just tears streaming down his face.
3: If only there was some way to... restore... what was lost, taken from us so unfairly. Have you heard legends of such a thing? That is one of the things, as a questing knight, that I am seeking.
0: He says, uh, "To take the dead back to the world of the living would be to steal from the Lord."
3: Well, if one were to invoke the devil, of course. But to receive a dispensation from the uh, from the heavens themselves—that
4: is not stealing.
0: That is, but a miracle. He swallows. He says. Uh, well, God is merciful. I don't believe that your search will prove fruitful.
3: Well, as King Arthur before me, I do seek the impossible.
0: At this point, you see there's um, like a couple that have streamed into the church. They sit down, they pray for a little while, they overhear part of your conversation, obviously. Yeah they like turning their heads to listen and not being very discreet about it. And sure. they, when they finish their business, they up and leave while you're still having this conversation with, uh, with the minister. So I've come all this way. Do you know anything, Cornelius? It says there are many things you may find outside of the town. None of which prefer your
4: station.
3: Well, Cornelius, surely as a fellow holy man, you can tell me. You can trust me and tell me everything. Suggestion.
0: Whoa. Uh, wisdom saving through Yes. <laughs> he doesn't enough. know I'm doing it either. Well, it's just either he fails or he, succeed or he it's, succeeds. It's not his dump stat. He is a holy man. That's, wisdom I'm, is kind of their whole thing. What else,
3: man? I have, I have this once a day. I'm going to use it.
0: Thirteen? Alright, they just made it. You see his confidence sort of shaken a bit. And I believe I've already said too much, if you'll excuse me. Then he walks back to the two of you to attend to your scenario.
2: Temperance is down on her knees, she's got her head bowed, hands clasped, uh, basically as close as you can get to Gideon's body without, like, stepping on him. And she's got her eyes closed, the whole, like... Pe- no, not penitent, That's- Penitent
0: is accurate? Yes. Uh,
2: penitent. Uh, and she is... Speaking out loud, but not particularly loudly as one might do if they are, uh, if they are in prayer. Oh Lord, if you can hear me, if you really are listening, please spare my Gideon. I know that he is not truly gone, not yet. I know I have not done right by you, but Gideon is just a boy. Please do not punish him for my sins nor the sins of the company we keep. He is a good boy, and there is still a life for him, better than the ones we now lead. I meant every word I said to the minister. I will do whatever you set before me if you just spare my boy. Please, please hear my prayer. Amen.
1: I am going to approach Gideon's body and uh, before departing Doc had given Gideon a poetry book um, for if the medical journal ever got too dry and uh, I'm sure it's somewhere in his pockets or his pack or something I'm going to dig through and find it And uh, you know, I, you're know, you speaking to God I'm still speaking to Gideon
2: mm.
1: uh, boy I, I, I don't have the words I've lost brothers before but not ever once quite young as you, or with the gifts you have. And well, wherever it is you end up, I, I just hope you never suffer from a shortage of words. Hopefully, this book Doc gave you—it's got some words in there to help you find your peace. And I'm gonna fold his arms over the book on his
0: chest. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon. That actually got me. All right, Levi goes looking for places to stay. They don't really have any boarding houses. They don't have guests. So that's not really their thing. Okay. Um, in your digging around, because of your banging persuasion oh, skill, and what's um what's homeboy doing? Uh, home slice <laughs> has um his uh, his wagon actually contains a tent. Okay. And when he sort of bunks down in Dog's Bend, he unrolls one side of the wagon and puts the tent alongside it and basically extends it out into a small room, uh, maybe 12 feet wide.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, and he, he bunks up there. It literally bunks. He has like a bed that pulls out from the wall of the inside of the wagon. And uh, he just chills here and sells stuff for a while and bullshits at the locals and is generally light of spirits. And you can see that he's actively trying to get into that Swing of things. Like, now that he's here, his wagon is here, his horses might be dead, but goddammit, he's gonna make some money and buy new horses. One of his
3: horses is dead.
0: Uh, yes.
2: Yeah, we gave him
0: two horses. Okay. Well, they're still your horses. I assume you take them back when you go somewhere, but... um, He just pulls the wagon up somewhere, you can take your horses back, he unfolds the wagon, he's got enough goods and supplies and stuff that he can trade for two horses. That's basically all they have out here is goats and horses. He's going to find a couple of horses. Nice, okay. Or a really pissed off goat that can tow a wagon.
1: So, <laughs> speaking of bartering, Jeb's mission for the night after he's collected himself enough to leave his tent, um, he has a shopping list. Number one is a horse. He needs a new horse since his gut eaten. Yep. Um, just like his best friend. Um, <sighs> you know, well, second best friend. Doctor best we, friend. No d- offense. Did we get a short rest in between Gideon's demise and now? Uh,
0: no, but you're getting one right now.
1: Okay, cool. Um, a new horse... A new jacket, because it gets cold out here at night. Yep. Um, a bottle of whiskey, because I'm mourning. And if they have it, a new hat, because mine got probably pretty acid-eaten up when I got hit in the face with barf.
0: Coat's three bucks, the hat's a dollar, and the bottle of whiskey's a dollar, so it's five total bucks. Five. All right, and the horse? Uh, you probably don't have enough to buy a horse right now, but if you did, um, 70 bucks would get you a shitty horse. I have $112. 70 bucks would get you a shitty horse.
1: Well, shitty horse is better than no horse. Well, how much would a halfway decent horse be? hundred bucks. Fuck. I have it. I'm gonna buy a halfway decent horse. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean that 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 figure is twenty four the dollars to a dollar. Twenty four hundred dollars for a horse is actually a bargain. Yeah.
3: yeah. That's spend.
2: a that's a that's a backyard riding <laughs>
3: pony. I'll spend after my short rest, uh which I'll probably spend by the caravan or something. Uh, I'll just recharge a bit with my channel divinity, and uh, then I will go and talk to the populace, uh, introduce myself, put people at ease with my presence, especially with my new channel divinity, uh, where I get plus five to persuasion checks for ten minutes. Uh, that's what he'll be doing basically.
0: Is you want to you want to roll it, don't you? You want to see how high you can roll? I
3: definitely do, uh, and I want to make a point to make people like let people know that I'm here, say so that I mean no harm. Uh, that right, and I will also try to convince people that I'm more or less uh, by myself. I can, I happened upon this uh, this caravan fellow and uh, Milton, and uh, he was kind of enough to transport me. Uh, you know, show off my my keg trophy a bit, let them know that I'm here to that whatever's troubling them here. I am here, I'm here to help. Uh, all I might ask for in exchange is a safe place to stay and a square meal. There, you know, that sort of thing, standard he- hero bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and well, during this whole thing, I'm going to try to get as much info as I can about the area, why people are on edge, and any hints as to other religious organizations, be they Christian or otherwise, in this area.
0: Okay. So... I know that's a plot, but... No, I'll soup up your roll with your crazy thing, and then give me a roll. <clears throat>
3: <clears throat> Alright, so that's going to be... 17. Oh my
0: god. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, I like oh, it? it. 17 on the he gets plus five for his channel divinity. Plus, yeah. he's trained, oh, so he gets oh. and charisma is number one stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. Well, oh, uh, you could use my
4: shitty dice for that, and still gotten a good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but he might have
3: gotten eaten by babies. <laughs> and, uh, if I, and if anybody is just observing, oh. <laughs> if any, now that I've activated this thing, it probably looks like something to you guys who don't know who know Levi. Uh, you might even observe him talking with people and. Uh, He certainly has not a physical one, but a a, a metaphorical glow about him. He has this serene poise to him and carries in moves with the grace of a saint as he's doing this. There is not something something you've seen before. He is not so much walking as he is
0: gliding. And when when he speaks, people smile, uh, For you guys who know Levi as well, there is something that is decidedly different about him as well in the sense that there is nothing foreboding. Like, you don't feel dread when you see this. He's been this guy who's been traditionally very disturbing in a lot of ways. But when he's going around the town in this way, just something about it seems comforting. And maybe it's because you're reaching for any comfort you can find in the circumstances you find yourselves. But something about it is just calming. Levi, you find a lot of information. Sweet.
3: I attack the information.
0: Roll initiative. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The first thing you find is that there is a ton of tension right now in town between these people and what they perceive to be as the greatest threat, which is Native Americans. Naturally. They've heard stories about frontier towns being attacked by Native Americans and uh, they are defending themselves. Everyone here is carrying a gun because the natives could descend on them in moments. And they refer to them constantly as the savages. Uh, You find that there are a number of different tribes that are local. One of them is Mary Tarhees Tribe, uh, which is primarily humans and halflings. Mm. But there's also uh, Orcish Native American tribes, Gnomish Native American tribes, and there are some folks who are even considered to be reptilian in nature who are Native Americans. Um... What you do find out after a lot of work, because it find like people are not freely speaking about this, mm-hmm. but you find that one of the things really troubling the town right now is that there is an unsettled stretch of land. The people here believe are like Native American lands; you don't know, go there because bad juju, um, and it's it's not really clear if that's true or not. But basically, the idea is, <laughs> west of the town is this sort of unsettled frontier land where. Bad things happen, fate turns sour, um, ghosts are there, and like the spirits of the dead inhabit the area in this constant state of agony, and uh, a number of very dangerous creatures live out there, uh, and they just refer to it as the spirit lands, and they don't go there. It's the sort of thing where it's taboo to even bring it up, so when they say it, they sort of cover their mouths, like, mm-hmm. they don't want to say it in their house, because it might come in the night and take their children, sure. that kind of thing. And you find that uh, it manifests in town and that some people become sort of smitten by the idea and wander out there to explore it. Yeah. And those people do not return. Oh boy. You also find uh, a lot of other information that you find very valuable. One is that uh, there are some men who fought in the war who have been bunked up in here. They come through here and there on occasion trading goods and um, basically offering to fight their battles for them when the Native Americans are going to attack. They all train with rifles and things like that, and they uh, appear to have a genuine interest in defending the town from such threats. And they come in and they get people sort of motivated to defend their homes and teach them how to use weapons and that sort of thing. Uh, You also find out that uh, a number of individuals from some upstart religion have come to this town, and uh, not finding a place to settle, they sort of set up like a, like a camp city, uh, the number of tents, maybe thirty or forty practitioners, uh, outside of the town limits, and they uh, appear to have been more affected by this want to go out into the west than ordinary folk here in town, and so I they they sort of say like uh, I guess you know just something about this frontier speaks to them, but they seem to want to go see what's happening out there.
3: In the spirit land? Yeah. So they're probably camped near it. Is that what they're saying?
0: Yeah, they're sort of outside of the town limits on the northern border uh, wherein they can make a straight line to the west without going through any part of the town. Uh, And I'd like you to give me an insight check as well. Eight. Um, does your channel divinity normally add to insight? No, unfortunately. It's just persuasion checks. It does this time. That brings it to a 13? Neat, yes. Okay. Um, you also hear a story about um, Sister Agatha. Alright. And rumor has that the Sister Agatha was a nun from an east coast city who moved out here to preach religion to the natives. And she's one of the people who was reportedly taken by this desire to wander out into the spirit lands. But rumor has it that she was a practitioner of Christianity in, like, the 1700s. Oh. And that she's still around. Well, that's my lead. (laughs) And people, like, wander out into the frontier to go find her for her blessings, believing that she is a living saint.
3: Okay. Do I find a
0: place to get a
3: long rest and grub?
0: Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, you, you find there's a family here. It's a family of five. Uh, and it's actually uh, it's a barbershop. It's a man and his wife. Uh, the wife washes clothes for the town, and the man cuts hair. And uh, upstairs they have three kids. One of the kids is uh, training as an apprentice to a cattle rancher.
3: Right, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll give them. A, I'll give them a dollar for uh, whatever food they can provide, uh, as well as a
0: a trim. They sort of look at the dollar <laughs> like it's from the moon. Like out here, they they trade in goods. They're doing this for the <laughs> good I'll of their it. heart, but they take it <laughs> yeah. because they want to be polite. Yeah, was, they'll probably say, you
3: know, just in case. In some places, it is a resource.
1: Um, I mentioned that Jed is buying new uh, jacket, hat, course, all that shit um, of note for those who are down with Wild West tropes uh, when Jed goes to pick out his hat he picks out a black one
4: um, you, so your, your last thing I heard from you is you were in the church
2: yes and uh, no stay in there Temperance basically, uh, is entranced in prayer over Gideon's body until she literally uh, passes out next to him. Wow. Oh, wow.
3: Are you out wandering around, Jed? can I catch him at some point?
1: Totally.
3: die, how are you holding up?
1: I like your new hat. Thanks, the last one uh, didn't really do its job no more. Listen, I have some leads. This may
3: sound like fall de roll to you, but it may be something if you care about bringing
1: about the potential of Gideon coming back. Unbelievable as that may sound. <laughs> I'm all ears, he says, and he's literally missing anything. <laughs> I'm all ears. Says, anything. <laughs> bunch, of one ear. bunch of ears I'm just around. i <laughs> uh, uh, Levi just shares what he
3: a summarized version of what he heard from the townsfolk and makes extra care to mention the spirit, the spirit land, the encampment of uh, people of a strange new religion,
1: and this sister Agatha. Agathy? Agatha. Agatha, Agatha. okay. The spirit land sounds promising. I, I don't believe Guthrie to be a man possessed such uh Oh, almost forgot. My my
3: uh, name in this town is Abel, Ab- Abel Abernathy. I tell that to you, too. By the way, my name is Abel Abernathy. It's a pleasure to
1: meet you. Pleasure to meet you, too. Uh, I believe I'm going to go by Joshua Cole. Nice. If you ever need to find me, that's where I'll be hiding. Levi, he kind of smirks.
3: Let's say you're getting good at this. Blackburn and Cole, I thought that was Nice,
0: good.
1: nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I don't believe, uh. Guthrie to be a man possessed of superstitious beliefs, so this Ghostlands, that could be a promising lead for us. And uh, the Sister Agatha, you say, brings back the dead? Well, I didn't hear that in particular. But, considering that she is rumored to have been
3: alive since the 1700s, I imagine she might know where to begin
1: on such miracles. Such well, in all that time, she's probably accumulated quite some knowledge. I say we go ask her some questions. And again,
3: Jed, excuse me, Joshua, you may not you may not believe me, but such miracles do exist. They're practiced by good and evil alike. There is some deal you can make to bring Gideon back. Whatever it is, I'll help you find it. I can see how much this means to you in Temperance. And the boy was very curious to me as well. I would see him live a long, full life. There were many mysteries of his of, of his that I want to learn as well. As he wants to wanted to learn about me. I would like to look, give him that opportunity if that's possible.
1: And Jed pulls out the bottle of whiskey he just bought and Well then to Gideon.
4: Cheers. When you put the, the bottle out of the corner of your eye, you look towards the church. And there's an old wizened Indian man. And he seems to be um, sort of sort of Ben gets that praying in his own way, and it's very out of place for this town. Mm. It, doesn't, it doesn't fit with yeah. much of it. And
0: they're giving this man a wide berth because tension here is
3: high.
2: Mm.
3: Now, I've, this may just be the whiskey talking, but I could have sworn I saw an old man staring
1: at us. That's actually, you saw him over his shoulder, but mm. that's okay. Oh, okay. That's okay. No <laughs> no, no, You've got eyes up. in the back that's, of your head. <laughs> that is exceptional, Mr. Williams, seeing as how you must have eyes in the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> He adjusts his hat. Not, not yet. <laughs> Papa, contact that's, hat. that's level five. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, that was good. All right. Well, if I if, uh, tur- turn around, and do a polite tip of the hat to, to this old
4: fella. He's kind of not paying attention. He's kind of closing his eyes, and he's sort of doing, you know, like like a chant of some sort. I think he's asleep.
3: Sleep dancing. <laughs> That's a, that's a native uh, custom, isn't it? I wouldn't know. They bring the rain. What a time to lose Mary. I'm sure she would have told us.
1: She would have explained it all to us. I feel ignorant. Well, he does seem to be interested in our affairs, so though. Let's go bother him for a spell. How do you. He is? He's chanting outside the church where our dead friend is.
3: Well, I haven't introduced myself
1: yet. I've
3: spoken to near everyone in this town. May as well be thorough. Come on, then. You time time of, you are you top What time of the day is it? It's evening. Good evening, sir.
4: The boy <laughs> within.
3: He is important to you? And hello to you, too. Yes. Well, my name is Abel, Abel Abernathy. This is Joshua, and we've, we've just been conversing over a... making friends over a nice jug of whiskey.
1: Would you care to join us?
4: Why is he important to you?
1: I was a friend of his for my part. Those folks here don't treat their children with such... We... We took on a ward.
3: Did you know him?
4: He was clearly important came in... Most strongly to save him. Most would have gone. Joshua, what has happened? Most happening? would have gone to the boxmaker. Give, give him a moment. I believe he's coming to a point.
1: And why haven't we, in your
4: estimation? Well, it is important. I know not why. Can you help? Only he can help now. It's all up to him. You've given him all you can. Um, well, do well, I know anything of... Uh, would I know anything of this Agatha or any of this other stuff?
0: You know The Spirit Lands, which is to say that the natives give it a wide berth. Sort of like a tainted place. Uh, you go there and become haunted by ghosts of your past. Like... Bad ghosts, or... Sometimes or, literal ghosts. Or, uh, or, uh
4: you know, when I have heard anything of this resurrection stuff? Okay. So that's, that's more of a Christian motif, then.
0: Uh, yeah, you, you may have heard rumors that somebody's out there who's a crazy person. Which is about the full extent of what you get.
3: Well, this has been a fascinating conversation, so I'm going to get... I think I'm going to, to turn in little... I am
4: Elk Who Runs. Though I not run much anymore, I am old. Well, it was good to meet good to meet you, Mister. Who runs? <laughs> I walk more than run these days, and I watch and I look. I have never seen white folk be so intent on the life of a young one.
1: Boy and my friends, we've we've gone through a, a fair bit of trouble.
4: Go through trouble for no reason. Well, I have a reason. I assure you that Well, it mm-hmm. keeps life interesting, doesn't it? I I can tell by your injuries. You walk through Antland. Not very smart. Well, it was on the way. Levi says with a smile. Only white man would walk through such places. For you are fools. <laughs> Well, we are truly the
3: worst. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, and Levi's like been—he's been doing this kind of like lean in to like, well, I'm gonna get going now.
2: <laughs>
3: do you? Yeah.
4: What you do next?
3: Well, I am going to go on a personal quest to seek Save out the boy. Well, to seek out his sister, Sister Agatha. She sounds like a legendary
4: figure, and I would surely like to s- discuss miracles with her white man miracles mean more are more about gold than
3: life well not with this white man I seek things that are far beyond the material but you seek them from those who seek gold right but I'm trying to meet sister Agatha you see but I'm sister
4: Agatha <laughs> where sister it's alright old who is sister I know no sister that's
3: okay old man it's,
4: that's, that's your people this is my people's land. Although we were chased off many,
3: many cycles ago. As I say, Mr. Runs, I, I should be I should be getting going. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've secured myself a room, and I will help you.
4: Well The boy is important. What what services do you have to offer on the road? I will help you. I will help you not step in ant land. You can guide us, then. The place <laughs> we go seems dangerous.
3: What What place? You want to go as well, Joshua, Mr. Cole? It's it going to be dangerous.
4: Uh, uh, Levi, what I place said,
3: do you go? What place you are told to go? We've, we've come this far. Tell the man. We both come from a ways, where we have just met. I do not know where you've been, Mr. Cole.
2: Leva kind of gives
4: that look like, like we're in a scene here, buddy. Giant mm. eye roll. Mm-hmm. Um, I could make an insight check and see if we're full of shit. Good, You should. I, I will dice. decept you.
3: I got a 19. Mm. I rolled shite. <laughs> Levi is...
0: My, my, my... dice read. are balls. All right. <laughs> no, they're... They're the I'm not going to outright
1: lie, but I'm going to artfully manipulate the facts. But I kind of don't so. care about your names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no. I'm, I'm... You could call me zero fucks. I have ridden for a long time from Kansas... And I come seeking a man.
4: Or the Omaha—that's the land of the Omaha. I might know that. Do I know that? I totally know that. Yeah.
1: I've come seeking a man who has done great evil to me and my people, and the boy died in service to
0: that goal. Uh, Elku runs knows of a history check that he rolls right now. You know of history checks. No history checks. Need dice nine. I'm just fucking rolling
4: ass. Where's my other? I'm gonna take my dice back. You've got other ones there. Sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Elcorons knows nothing about that.
4: Yeah, I don't really, I don't really do your my world. I care not for your. I I am here to help you. I will help you save the boy. Where do you propose we start in saving the boy? I do not know. I guess we will find out. Well, well, Mister Cole, Mister Elk,
3: I will. I'll be retiring for tonight, and if you if you happen to join me on my trail tomorrow, either of you, then uh, I will see you at at, at first light. Uh, in the meantime, I, I'm going to offer a quick prayer inside the church. If you would excuse me, before uh, retiring for the evening. Pleasure meeting I'll extend a hand to shake. I just continue to do this. Yes, alright. <laughs> I'll just shake the whiskey
1: bottle. Hey, that, that's my bottle. <laughs> Here you are. <laughs> I,
4: I meet you by stable in morning. Uh,
1: Jeff's gonna find a place to drink himself to sleep. That, that's then, easy enough. And then death.
2: <laughs> uh, the so. street is right there. He was gonna, you uh, find uh, dirt. He's gonna
3: check on Temperance and probably find you passed out.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and the- actually, that, that I, I, I like the imagery of this where you fall asleep piously kneeling before Gideon's corpse and Jed falls asleep drunk in a pew like
0: just behind you or keeping sort of a mournful vigil. I actually like the idea that instead of being in the pew, you're on like a bench on a stoop in front of a store across the street. <laughs> just like fell asleep on a bench just... <laughs> in your
3: <laughs> so even though she's asleep and Leah doesn't expect her or anyone else to hear him he does say in sort of a whisper over her I haven't given up on him yet
0: and then he leaves to go to, go to bed